All Dice Go to Jail is intended for mature audiences. Listener's discretion is advised. All Dice Go to Jail is a funny, violent, possibly even sexy, actual play RPG podcast in the style of Dungeons & Dragons, where four friends get transported into the board games that they love. Take a seat at the table with me, Forrest, playing as your designated cleric, Mary. Hi, um, my name is Brad Meeker, and I will be playing Alan Dean, the entertainment as the bard. I am Lana, and I will be playing Jessica Miller, a rogue. Hi, I'm Dragon Tom. Tales, woo, the fighter. And I'm Tim. I wish I wrote down my original intro because I can't remember it first. The Death Swing. Now, let's get rolling. Last time, you got to help the entire Cobalt community, not just the Sharp Fangs uh, Celebrate Ceremony, and you even took part in the festivities, uh, providing some very fun and unique uh, entertainment for everyone gathered. We ended with the ceremonial feast, uh, welcoming everyone into the adulthood. So, uh, it is about midday, just afternoon, we'll say. Uh, and if you'd like to leave now, you can leave now. To... If you would like to stay the rest of the day and leave in the morning after getting a full rest, or a long rest, you can definitely do that. Uh, what would the party like to do? Um... I don't think we used... Did anybody use spells? Not that I have spells. I'm looking at my character sheet. I don't have spells. But um, Did I use any spells? No, I did not. Um, after we got jumped and healed, I think I'm good. I never got a chance to do what I had planned, which would have given me a spell slot. Uh, um, I use my action surge in second wind. And are those okay. long rests or short rests? Uh, both short rests. Okay. Well, we would consider the feast and celebration a short rest. Okay. And HP is at? Should be at full. Yeah. You weren't expecting the trial to be uh, where you would be jumped. And so the cobalt healers in the area made sure to heal everybody back up to full at the end of that. Sorry, then that was my bad. I did not uh, do my paperwork right. You didn't oh, wow. do your accounting? Yeah, the TPS report down the Didn't do math? Well, I will say I would much rather leave at the crack of dawn than at the crack of dusk. Mm -hmm. More like noon. Yeah. Agreed. I'm I mean, not. Even though all the rest of us have dark vision, I'd much rather leave in the morning. What so we'll do is because I, it doesn't matter either way for keeping purposes, but I just want to give you guys a chance to decide a time of day you're leaving. We'll just fast pass the rest of the, the afternoon. Uh, you Gold spend time mingling uh, with swapping stories, um, uh, things of that nature. Could Mary um, actually see if she can get some extra medical, like see if they have any extra medical supplies that she can take on the road with the, her? Your cobalt friends were going to give you some. Uh, Yay! Anyway, take uh, roll a d10 and mm -hmm. uh, take no less than half. Take no less than half. Uh, half a three. So well, no less than no less than half of ten is five. No, of seven. Okay, so right. So you so roll a d10. You got a seven. So my, I guess I should have been should have been more quick. Uh, to roll a d10. Take so no less than half, and then what is you the is five? Oh, okay. The number you got on the die. I got seven. Okay. So add uh, to your healing inventory kit with a seven charges. Healing kit with seven charges. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. So 
you go to sleep, you wake up in the morning, there's breakfast, your uh, cobalt friends are getting together to say goodbye to the other tribes that have come for the celebration and for the ceremony. As you're preparing to leave, a group of cobalts approaches you. It's led by Sharp Fang Jill Grixu, who you will remember from the festivities as the shaman of the Sharp Fang tribe. There are a couple of uh, cobalts students. who are her uh, following her, including the newly named Sharp Fang Jikarel. She then Self-off. appears to be holding a cloth. And Grixu approaches you and says, We would like to. <clears throat> oh, friends, friends, we have much thanks to give you you helped defend and his hunting parties gnomes you came and helped with the naming coming of age ceremony and so we present to you gifts to show that you are always friends of the sharp thing and she puts her claw out and the four cobalts with her step forward and each of them present a i will let each of you decide what your cloth looks like bears on it the sharp fang crest, which looks just like uh, a jar of, with uh, relatively sharp things in them. And so you can decide uh, if it is a hat or a headband or, or a scarf, uh, something of that nature with the sharp fang uh, logo on it. Uh, mine is totally going around uh, my neck and uh, it's it's a it's a bandana um, or Scooby-Doo. Whatever it is that Fred from Ascot. What is that called? So it's a so it's a it's an ascot, but it's got the um, the the thing. So yeah, it's (laughs) she wears it. Um, Alan's will be a um, an armband that he's gonna wear. Um, and he's but he's gonna make it. It's gonna be the extra ends are gonna be long, so they're gonna be like. Almost like like after it's been tied on, it'll be like maybe six or seven inches each end of the of the armband will will be sticking out off to the side. Um, Mary is going to roll it up and tie it into her hair like a bow. I'm gonna take mine, and how big is it? You get to decide uh, what this is. It will fit you. So decide what you want your, uh, your thing to look like. And we will say that that was created for you. Um, I've asked to make the, asked them to make it just the size of a patch. And I'm going to sew it into the back of my jacket. Fantastic. So each of you add uh, that to your inventory. And... As long as you are wearing it, any kobold that you uh, run into will regard you with the same level of friendship and or hostility as that group regards the Sharpfang tribe as. So you may or may not have some friends or some enemies, something in between later on. Great, and I'm the shit that just has it there and can't hide it. (laughs) I have mine tied around my neck. I'm not really hiding it. And as you are meeting to, uh, or meeting at the exit of the warren to say goodbye, you notice that uh, Christrid is standing in a group with the Razor Fangs, uh, appearing as if he will be going with them. Oh. Um, He was part of the 
Oh, was Christrid's the the silent, silent dwarf. dwarf? Okay. Um, is I'm... is he all healed other than his tongue? <laughs> yes, unfortunately, the kobolds were not able to restore his tongue. Okay. That I still have that mission. I'm gonna I really, go. I really want the cat to find his missing. Tongue. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I, I knew exactly where she was going when she first mentioned that. <laughs> I'm gonna make it my mission to make your mission. <laughs> so Alan Dean is gonna go over, um, and as he sees that Christred maybe is going to be leaving us, um, he's gonna go over to Christred and um, offer his hand, like forearm shake. Um, and just say, Christian, you've been a great guide to us. You've been a great help. You've been a great friend. Um, I hope this isn't the last I time remember, we see each other. Pointer and, and Pinky, rock and roll. He'll shake your hand and he'll make that same motion, though it's very clear that he doesn't fully understand. But he uh, he treats it as uh, something that your people does, so he does that as a sign of respect. Uh, Mary's also going to walk over there and like lean lean down, like like squat down to his level to his height and just smiles at him and goes please be safe right. please be very very careful and like holds out a pinky and does, he, she doesn't know if he knows what a pinky promise is uh he he nods uh he holds the pinky up again uh making it he's trying to to honor his friend and respect you though it's clear that he doesn't fully understand yeah. this just means you can't break this promise and we'll like shake his pinky and we'll stand back up. Uh, I go over to Sharpfang, uh, the one who we helped in the battle. Div. Originally. Div. Okay. And I ask him specifically if I could take for a memento. the journey uh, from our great meeting in battle and if I could take one of the uh, dwarven Where's shields me? and Do use it like a. The gnomes? The shield? gnome shield, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> of course. We would happily give you a trophy of your jury. And he turns and makes a motion to one of the kobolds and it scurries off and comes back uh, with both of the shields and you get to choose the one that you'd like. Uh, I'm going to check the back of them to see which one might have a little bit more stretch leather on the bands uh, long enough that I could actually reach my arm through. If not, I'll just throw it over my back for the time being or in my jacket um, and eventually turn so it into a buckler. It's a tight fit on both of them because they're made for gnomes. But you can be find one of the two of them will work as a buckler for you. Cool. Uh, I'll wave goodbye to Christred um, after everybody else because I have long pause. Uh, <laughs> he gives you uh, a friendly wave. back. And uh, Ares Accessria uh, takes a, walks a little bit away from uh, the group and turns and looks at uh, the razor fangs and in a very calm and dignified voice that I will pale in comparison says well are we ready and they all turn and look at her and she reverts to her normal real form and grows to the size of a gargantuan deep ruby red dragon and the dude I totally should have shot my shot <laughs> mommy razor fang uh, followed by Christrid uh walk up the tail and they all fit comfortably on her back and she lifts off into the sky and flies away wait 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 we just made friends with a wait wait hey tom just to point out that's what a real dragon looks like <laughs> hey when you find a real musician let me know yeah <laughs> Mary just takes Jessica and starts like shaking her like, we just saw a dragon, we just saw a dragon. <laughs> there is a lot of 
fangasming happening. <laughs> we just saw a dragon. And like Mary's wings like copy her like arms, so they start like flapping and like puffing out and like excitement. For the I record, every kobold who's still there has a very similar reaction. Although are they doing like little stims? <laughs> it's like cute. Of, they all knew she was a real dragon. So they're not as geeking out as you, but they are very excited that they got to see her uh, draconic form. You, you wouldn't be able to hit that anyway, Tom. Her AC is too high. <laughs> <laughs> she flies off into the God. distance and can no longer be seen. The other tribes start departing as well. <sighs> Heading off to various corners. <clears throat> Well, I guess we're also on a journey now. Uh, Alan, do you have any road traveling songs? Well, of course. I do. Before Alan answers that question, as you were walking away into the distance, do you remember the song that you were trying to Cobalt to sing several song. sessions ago? Um, I don't remember trying to teach them a song. I remember playing Puff the Magic Dragon. You hear the little tiny children kobolds singing this song as a goodbye to you as you walk away from the Warren Adventure in Shifting Hills. Dad? Was adorable. That was super adorable. I need a joint. I don't know that they grow it around here, but you never know. All I'm saying, if they're going to talk about my kinfolk, I might as well just join them. <laughs> oh man, what does make dragons high? Flying. Dragonness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, if you find a plant that you also want to roll in, let me know. And not just the hay. Roll, roll, roll in the hay. What knockouts? Okay. So, um, I, uh, I, I, I think I have an, I, I think I have a, a pretty sound idea on how we're supposed to travel because I was um, able to, I, I had a nice conversation with one of the young kobolds, and we had a wonderful night together, and she told me that we um the way we need to getting the warren here in mind and we have to keep our endpoint locked in our mind so we have to keep focused on the fact that we're leaving the warren and we're going to the library and apparently that's how the shifting hills work okay books 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 and we're books, sure books. that it's called books, books. the library and we're not just going to go to a random library I would say let's just focus on the fact that we know it as the library, because if we allow other thoughts like that to confuse us, we might end up at the wrong place. Okay, so I look or get lost entirely again. And I just double checked. There's Airplane. no guy named Ray. <laughs> Got it. All right, no time like the present, people. Let's get All going. Right, we are leaving. The and we are leaving the Warren and going to the library. Donde esta la biblioteca? You speak Sylvan? <laughs> it's high Sylvan. <laughs> I'm Wait, I thought we already established that that plant might not exist here. 
I'm gonna have everyone make a survival, and Alan can make this with advantage. Oh joy! Brought to you by blue and purple and dark blue. Twenty-three. Oh, why'd you have to roll? Ooh. I need to. Hold on. Where's my survival? Do math. Yeah, I'm fine with doing <laughs> math. I just need to find it on my character sheet. Eighteen. Fourteen. With advantage, you still ended up with the lowest roll. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely Wait. No, Tom. I have the lowest oh, yeah. roll. Yeah, Jess had more than I'm that. Eleven. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you sorry. I thought you said I had that. I apologize. So um everyone except for Jess as Ellen is explaining the process. As you're walking, you notice out of the corner of your eyes wobbles like in the hills. And as you look around, it's always just in the corner of your vision. When you turn to face it, it just looks like hills. And if you look behind you, it appears that the path that you have been walking is fading into the land, but you can still very rarely come out. Jessica, on the other hand, doesn't see any of this. And if she She's looks, just... you're walking. There's hills everywhere. Oh, dear. Uh, but you don't lose the group. You still stay with the group. The, the point is... Uh, she's not catching the the shifting and changing of the hills. Yeah, I'm just following everybody else. <laughs> Yo, Alan, check it out. The hills are live, uh -huh. but I don't hear the sound of music. <laughs> oh, Alan will be strong. He'll be strong. With the sound of music. <laughs> Highway to hell. Highway to hell. After. No, we're not going to hell. We're going to the library. You're trying After to throw us off. Several hours of walking, and uh, some of you noticing the hills slightly wobbling and shifting around you. Some and of you not noticing that. You crest another hill, and you see a cottage. This is the first structure you have seen since you left the Warren. Sitting just... on the top of a rather large hill, it has a stone fence that would be no more than between knee or waist height uh, around it. It wall looks like it's more designed to keep livestock in rather than keeping people out. However, you don't see any livestock within the walls of the fence, nor do you see any on the hillside. Is there a gate to the uh, fence? Yep. Is it like a, an old wooden gate? It's Yes, it's an old wooden gate that doesn't appear to have any locks to it. Uh... Okay. That doesn't look like a library. Well, who knows? Maybe they have a lot of books underground. I don't know. Well, don't uh -huh. old don't old ladies usually live in cottages? Like maybe maybe there's a really nice witch in there. Dude, it's a library. Don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> okay, we're waiting too long. I opened the damn game going. It, yeah. it, 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 and Wait, I'm sorry. I didn't hear what you said. I'm oh. walking. I'm opening up the gate and trying to go in. Oh. Oh, dear. Once Tom crush, uh, crosses the threshold, he disappears. Ah. Wow. I think we found our library. That's a neat trick. I, I guess it's my stay? turn to go disappear. Follows Tom. <laughs> Wait after me. Ladies first. All right. As each of you cross the threshold of the gate, there is a 
slight shimmer, things start to go hazy, and then everything melts away. And you now see that you are standing inside the gate of an immense estate that spans the entire size of this hill. Very easily rivals the size of Hilton. There is a house that can only be described as the main house. It appears to be three stories. There are several wings to it. And then you'll notice various other buildings set into and, and around the hill. And you will now see livestock inside uh, paddocks that are sectioned off to keep various herds each away. other. Well, uh, I have rolled a 18 to for when everybody comes through whatever visage that they turn have. around, stick both my arms up, and sarcastically give them the dirtiest look of. I, I yes, Dash, very smart. <laughs> I still, I still. I again wanna... wave my hands, not saying a word, with the same dirty look of. Oh, yeah. I, I still wanted to meet a witch in the woods. I don't want to meet any witches. Well, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I'm a cleric. Life. I'm kind of like a witch, I guess. Maybe you, you don't have hexing. <sighs> I don't know. I can spray poison out of my hands. Yeah, but that's a hex. Poison spray. Yeah, it's and, not. And Alan, you met my ex-wife in real life, so just saying. Okay, enough. and she'll just move past everyone and go to the front doors. Ah, motivation. <laughs> So um, you said that there were paddocks of separate livestock. Are there people around? You don't see any people uh, milling about. You could assume that there would be some in various buildings. There's herds. There has to be shepherds. Right. So I guess, uh, what do you guys think? Should we just find the, cl the closest house and knock on the door? Or do you guys think we should just go up to the, the big building? I would the say the main, main house, house is our best knock bet. On that door. So... Jess's option. All right. Front door. All right. You approach the main house. The doors are closed, although there are big, ornate door knockers on doors. Are you going to knockers? <laughs> are you going to touch the knockers, oh, Tom? Are you? Mary's going to go hey, ahead and go with you. Like, knock on them. From inside the and other side of the door, you hear, Come on. And after several seconds, the door opens up, and there is a tall, thin man who is very well-dressed, opens the door and says, Greetings. Ah, oh, chromatic guard here? Please, please, come in. And he holds the door open for you. Huh. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. He'll shut the door behind all of you and say, if you'll follow me, my lords. And he takes you down the hall and into a parlor that has very comfortable looking furniture. There's uh, desks, tables, and turns, and offers each one of you seats. My lords, uh, to what do we owe this honor? Um, well, we are actually... So, uh, to be honest, we're actually not chromatic guard. We um, escaped we... from them, um, and we have put on these disguises. Um, and we are not from this world, and we really like to talk to somebody who may have some information to possibly help us in regards to the stone table. He stares at you with a look of surprise and disbelief. Very well, I 
Unfortunately, the Lord Tiberius is away. Well, have you read any books on Stone Table? If it is knowledge that you are looking for, then I would suppose that you are not actually here for Lord Tiberius, but more for his son. Has the son read books on the Stone Table? Yes. Lord Tobias is very well versed in all manner of knowledge. Please wait here. I shall inform him of your arrival. And he walks out. A moment after he walks out, another well-dressed comes in carrying a tray uh, with some snacks on them and beverages, sits them down and walks out. Uh, what kind of snacks are on the tray? Little sandwiches, some pastries, uh, there's fresh water, there's milk, uh, mm. some cheese, crackers, uh, a charcuterie board, if you will. Charcuterie? And, and, and not a snackle box? It's a tray, so it's a charcuterie. A snackle box. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what we have in our packs, Tom our snackle boxes. Place, <laughs> <laughs> they're just depression. They're not sure to three. Are you are you, you gonna get mad because the the snackle box is gonna bite you? <laughs> I mean. A snackle box. Well, those two, well, those three are. Well, I guess those two are making fun of Tom, and Tom is making fun of those two at the same time, or being very angry with some cheese and pour himself a glass of water and have a seat and just ignore the nonsense. Sidebar in my head right now, so everybody understands. My character is very much on the airs, understanding the the how big this place is, and having his knowledge from working in hospitality knows this type. He's like just trying to be posh as possible, even though he looks like, you know, some BDSM uh, uh, leather down dragon punk. Oh, wait, that's right. Because so he yeah, that's right. Tom isn't wearing any of the chromatic guard. He was never he never actually put it on. Right. Speaking of, we really need to find better guards so we're not confused by them again. I don't really want to be captured by the acrobatic, though. And let's be honest, you're kind of shiny with it on, so it's doing something for you, so I'd stick with what you It ain't broke, so don't fix it. <sighs> the doors to the parlor suddenly fly open, and uh, Butler the... is standing there, presenting Lord Tobias Ignatius Manchester Mayfield, and steps Should aside. Should stand? I never sat. And a human dressed in brightly colored robes well they do look official and very uh high class are very ostentatious strides into the room with arms wide open welcome 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 thank you so much for visiting now william here tells me you come seeking knowledge is that true that is indeed true what do you need a timeout for tom i rolled a 19 inside check on this motherfucker Okay. I mean, he's okay. the son, so I don't think he's the motherfucker, but sure. What are you trying to insight? Look, again, using my knowledge from hospitality in the real world, as my character's real world thing, uh, 
ostentatious big right now. Mm-mm, so no, I I'm call just seeing bullshit. how genuine this dude is. Uh, he appears to be very genuine, uh, if not uh, he... over the top. Appears to be your. If he is in fact whom everyone says he is, uh, he is definitely not uh, beholden to the strictures of pomp and upper society. I'm okay. going to give him the slightest glare the whole time. Uh, apparently our friend Tom has resting bitch face. I'm here to learn things. <laughs> um, resting dragon face. It doesn't matter if you're a dog or a dragon, you're still a bitch. Lord so Ella, who was sitting. Being slightly confused, but still has that smile pasted on his face. Pardon them. Uh, so I'm sure you're caught up to speed with our situation. Uh, well, yes. So William informs me that you are not quite who you appear to be. Uh, and you so freely gave up this information, which is uh, very interesting uh, to me. So uh, you you escaped the chromatica. Yep. Oh, yes. Fantastic. Yes. Very very interesting. Uh, yes. So uh, what what were you escaping? <sighs> uh, do you want the Cliff Notes version, or would you like it spelled out? Well, I am, for one, always fascinated in learning anything and everything. So uh, spare no detail. Hold nothing back. Uh, please, you have one time remaining. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I psychically hit everybody up like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you giving away everything? Can we mute that? I'm going to Gibbs him and just smack him on the back of the head. That's not necessary. <laughs> He's yelling in my head. I don't like it. I can't make There's him shut no up because I can't make him close his everything mouth. to this dude right now. Tom. Anonymity keeps us alive. Tom. But it also gets us nothing. Tom. Shh. Shh. Tom. Shh. Oh. Goes to my back and takes a piece of cheese with his nail and goes, My favorite part is uh, Lord Tobias didn't hear anything that Tom said. He only got to see your reactions. <laughs> <sighs> um, I'm sorry, to get back to your uh, question, or I guess what you were asking, um, we are, I guess we're lost. Um, and we have, you know what, I think this might be easier. If, if you say uh, in song, I swear to God. In song. <laughs> and which one are you swearing by? We don't know which ones are here. Well, how many, actually, hey, real quick, Tobias, excuse me, my lord. Lord Tobias. Tobias is fine. Lord Tobias, whichever you prefer. I am not one to stand on ceremony like William here or my father. How many gods are there in this world? Interesting question. I myself am aware of over 200 individual deities. It seems uh, the funny thing about goddesses is once someone believes in them, poof, there they are. It's fascinating, really, uh, as far as their strength. Now, that in itself by the number of followers and the devoutness of the followers. Uh, So, realistically, make a few up. Who knows what could happen? I look, so, I look over at Mary and say, do you remember? Do you remember from that stand-up? Jeff, the god of biscuits? Yes. No. There's Jeff, the god of biscuits now. Go back uh, to eating your charcuterie board. <laughs> Good boy. But Bahamut's a thing, right? Bahamut's here. Of, so. of course. Bahamut. Bahamut. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He's one of the best-known deities in the realm. Because I'm a dragon and I know uh, these things. Well, yeah, but you don't know how to pronounce it correctly. Dragon blood in those veins. Adjacent. Fair enough. Anywho, the stone table, do you have any information on it? A book? Anything in your wonderful, wonderful head? Of 
course I do. So the stone table, very fascinating relic. Uh, I believe some would use the term artifact. So, uh, it has a long and rich history. Um, come, come, uh, we'll go into the library itself. Oh, he wonderful. Turns and looks oh, at William. Oh, it's all right. It's all right. Don't worry. There's nothing that can happen. I can lead it myself. And you can hear uh, William's teeth gritting silently. <laughs> he holds the door open for you. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have some fun with this. I'm going to take a nice low bow to William. And say thank you, my good sir. You are fabulously. He gives uh, you a helpful. respectful bow back. Mary just goes to, up to him and just mouths, "I'm so sorry," and just just Keeps walking up and says, "I'm not sorry." <laughs> 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 I love these two so much. <laughs> As I go by William, I Jessica, combo Jessica is and Mary, just fantastic. Uh, <laughs> As I go by, I Jim. say slyly, "The cheese is going to go tomorrow." He stands stoically and does not respond to any of you beyond the polite bow. Lord Tobias leads you uh, down a hallway, set of double doors, and somehow, no one knows how, William is there to open the door for him. As befitting a butler, <laughs> he opens the uh, doors and you enter a massive multi-story library with thousands of books. And Lord Tobias says, yes, come right this way, right this way. So uh, let's see, you would like information on the stone table. Yes. And he walks down seemingly as if he has every book memorized goes to place. one of those sliding ladders slides it uh, along several shelves climbs up a bit plucks a book without even reading the spine and brings it down and offers it to you and you can see it is a very simple name called the stone tablet it is a thick book that has a lot of information it would be boring to uh go over <laughs> for any listeners the podcast write down someone write down on a sheet i will give the entire group four checks uh knowledge uh history arcana whatever four checks related to the stone tablet you'll have with advantage you can use in the future thanks to the knowledge gained from this book. Ah, nice but it, it's not for it's not for individual it's for total so the party can decide when they're going to use those checks related to the book and uh, someone will have to keep track of how many charges. Have. Um, I guess I'll write that down if nobody else is. And Lord Tobias yeah. says, ah, yes, the book on the stone table. Now, this is not the definitive book. However, it is definitely a wonderful starting area. And you'll want to make sure that you read and understand it before you go down. So I think that that is a fair trade. You told me a little bit about uh, yourselves, not necessarily guard. Uh, escaped from the guard somehow. Basic general information and return. Basic general information about the stone Anything tablet. Anything else I yeah. can help with? Um, you seem to be in um, in the trade, I guess. The trade of knowledge. Is that what the library is about? Uh, so uh, the library it in my many, many travels throughout this knowledge. I love learning. It's fantastic. You find out so many new things. However, everything has a cost, and I like to try, and I've done the same for you. 
Oh. How far is your knowledge of math? Hmm, that is a very good question. Math itself being infinite, and of course there are several different varieties Specify of areas that I you would can, say. Uh, I have more of a broad range of math. I don't have any one area, but uh, I just enjoy it all. What is your familiarity with math? Doctorate level, but I don't know if that means anything to you. Hmm. Doctor. I understand uh, doctor. So uh, you somehow use math? Uh, no, others? in our world, you get a doctorate after you have become a master. So it's um, the next level above bachelor, so master, doctorate. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Yes, uh, I myself am a bachelor. Uh, however, I uh, dare say, not horn, to, as uh, it were, uh, I do believe I have a certain mastery over uh, many, many things. Perhaps so my knowledge perhaps, uh, rivals yours, or perhaps I should say yours rivals mine. Very interesting. I, however, am interested in a different phrase you said in your world. I psychically message everybody, don't! <laughs> a deer. Tom, deer. seriously, stop. Her ears twitch. <laughs> they, they, they do, do the, the, the cat the ear thing, just which is like the one the one goes <laughs> uh, can, can we eventually just add a skill check for everybody for psychic invasion resistance yes for me specifically i would like that. i'll say uh, so because you're used to it uh it will be a wisdom save and whatever uh tom's spell save dc I is think it's usually eight plus your appropriate Okay. modifier i thought it was going to be 10 plus your appropriate Isn't, modifier doesn't 5e do 8 plus the modifier yeah it's yeah 5e is 8 plus, plus the proficiency bonus uh, plus whatever um yeah, sometimes it's level and sometimes it's uh ability modifier i would treat it as a spell save so however however spell saves are which is 8 plus ability modifier plus proficiency bonus so uh and your fighter your, so yep. your is it strength or con so right. they don't really have a spell save DC unless he is a unless he plays a what is it called? Cyanite. Either the psionic knight or whatever that might be, or the um Eldritch Knight. So I'm gonna look when that's based on intelligence. Oh, an Eldritch Knight is based on intelligence. Oh, that makes sense. All right, then I'm gonna say eight plus Tom's strength modifier plus his uh, proficiency bonus is to say typically you're a strength-based fighter, right? Or are you a combat fighter? Strong so uh, so I, yes, uh, I, you mentioned that you are from a, another world. Uh, fuck. Yeah, somewhere over the rainbow. Fascinating, fascinating. You use rainbows to get from one world to another. That is, I've never done before. Um, some other people call it the Bifrost. And if you go take it too many times, you might get a little bored. And and sometimes the Great Takes Storm on the other side of the rainbow. You've been to the Great Storm? Oh, you have a Great Storm you've been, here? You've been through the Great Storm. Some, we've only heard of it in Legend. Yeah, we've only heard of it in Legend. Somebody went through and came back. Her Nicky. He is very shocked and runs over to uh, a shelf and starts grabbing papers and he comes back and he slaps on the table parchment down it i will now share with all of you that i've been ready to go and then i close the program there it is <laughs>
Um, this is going to go into the group chat. So you should all be getting that shortly. And you see it is a map. Oh, we got a map. You now have a map in front of you. And he points at the lower left corner, uh, a bunch of swirling storm-like clouds and waves that is uh, somewhere between the great continents. storm. You have you have met someone who has been through the storm? You have been through the storm? We have read books of somebody who's been through the storm. We haven't actually met uh, them. Correct. The, the great... I saw a play we about it. Read, yes, the, read book. the book. Well, in the book, she has silver shoes, but in the play... Anyway. Yes, and, and in, in the legends, it is the, the, the great gale that survives the storm. That is very interesting. You are very interesting guests indeed i am so glad to have met you um like uh, i'm curious like so i understand that you uh we would like a little more than general information in regards to this um, table information would you want to help us uh help us further so you are looking for specific information on the stone table. And yes, um, I suppose an even trade would, I would like specific information on where you're really from. Well, you know, there's a very great, there's a great history in regards to, um, well, in our world, many, many things of history are actually carried about through songs. And I know many of the songs from I play you, I would put on an entire concert for you. So maybe help you understand more about our world. And if you uh, want a backup singer, I'm I'm gonna need some social lubrication. I respectfully request we didn't start the fire by Billy Joel. We'll just give him sixty years in about four minutes. <laughs> it's true. Ah, a concert, interesting. And, and these are hi historic songs. I can pick some songs that are historic. There, yes, there are some songs that are historic, and but some of our older songs don't have the lyrics to them. Uh, and I, I don't know. We... I request also the song that, that gives the origin of the macaroni. The origin of macaroni. Um, that's not actually the origin the, of macaroni. The... It's phrasing that they use for macaroni is actually what uh, a, a slur for Americans. And uh, I'm a teacher, so just ask me a thing and I will explain. <laughs> Uh, but my biggest amount of knowledge I is teach. in math. Uh, I, um, I, uh, I don't even know what you would call them here. Uh, they're they're not adults. I'm just I mean, a doctor. They're, they're young adults. I teach young adults. I guess. Uh, I'm I mean, aware of what a teacher is. There are colleges throughout the land. People would students would go to these colleges and there would be a teacher or another scholar who has an area of expertise who then passes the that on to Yes. Yeah, I'm aware of what a teacher is. Okay. My expertise is math. Fantastic. Uh, apparently some history stuff about macaroni. Um <laughs> so you are interested in the stone table. Yes, well aside from that book, I could tell you prevailing the... legend of the stone table is that it is actually not just a stone table. It supposedly has properties magical that once activated has, let's see, what is the appropriate word? 
um, control, I guess, great control over the very uh, the very realm itself. It controls it this controls this realm. Yes, if I understand the legend properly, supposedly, so, and I say supposedly because this has never uh, been However, proven. as a teacher, especially one of math, you would understand that a lack of proof does not mean a uh, proof uh, of an unexistence, an existence. Concept? Sure, yes. Um, the prevailing theory, if you're able to figure out how to activate a stable, you could remake reality as you see fit. And what about world travel? Or, like, moving from one world to another. Ah, that. See, that is very interesting. I have long other worlds that existed, and now I have proof of this. Now, of course, we understand that the Nine Hells exist. We understand uh, the Celestial exists. There would be or Celestial beings if those places did not exist. But the question is, are other realms similar to ours? Uh, do they exist? Proves, you tell me that uh, they do. A very so that, good information for me. Uh, Traveling between them, however, that is very, very rare. And I'm assuming difficult magic. It should be easy to get to hell. You just have to do bad things and die. To get to Celestia, I imagine you do good things. Very interesting concept. He stares off as if he is trying to recall knowledge. Well, do you not... Can I roll an insight to see if he has all... What happened yeah. there? I was just asking if I could roll insight to see if he has any ulterior motives because I didn't. Li Ma Mary didn't like the fact oh. he said travel between. I have a bad. She's gonna be like this. Go ahead and roll insight. Oof. Uh, that's gonna be a twelve. Um, the way he says that, it's almost like um, a child talking there. about. A Christmas list of Santa idea this is great of something that he wants and thinks is entirely possible to and it. he's going to get at some point in the future. This is a very interesting uh, topic to him. Can I double down on my inside check from before? Sure. Thirteen. Same thing. He is absolutely fascinated by the fact that a theory of his is close to being proven true and he's on the verge of greatness. Mary's yeah. going to look at Tom and kind of give him a worried look. A bad of feeling. Just like, I have a, just that's kind yeah. of like thing written on her face. And I ping her in the head, told you. I didn't say you were wrong. Hmm. I did. When I just remember, so he just heard you talking to me. No, sorry. She does say that in her head. Like, I didn't tell you you were wrong. I can't hear you back. I have, no. it only goes one way. Oh, um, dang it. He only goes one way, like the cishet he is. All right. Okay. Hey, you don't know what his childhood was like. You don't know about that. You don't know anything about what he likes. I know that he's gotten married more times than I have. I have a proposal for you. I don't know if you're making fun of me or you're making fun of a character, <laughs> but I love it because it's all true. <laughs> So, yes, uh, I have a proposal for you. Okay. Yes. What's the so, proposal? You are looking for information uh, uh, other worlds and specifically traveling through them. Uh, and I am looking to prove theories on now, this being possible. Unfortunately, since my father is away, I must remain in the estate and settle whatever fears, affairs are necessary being the lord of the manor. 
you are not bound if to this. If you could retrieve uh, some information for me, then I am sure I could find a way to solve our problem. How to travel. Um, is this information going to be uh, dangerous information? Well, all information is dangerous. The just question is, how are you going to apply it? Question. Uh, yes. Before we agree to anything, I'm just saying this as, as a character, if they're not as I'm speaking to the dude. Uh, I rolled a 19 pass butler. Uh, the butler is not in the room. Okay. He's very, very sleepy. <laughs> Although, just a 19 perception, you will notice that the refreshment tray, or a new refreshment tray, I should say, is uh, on a table. Not anywhere near the books where they could get dirty there are food on them or drink, but me. Okay. Uh, so, where did you want us to go to get what? Okay. Where are we going? What is the thing we're looking for? And. I guess we have a lot of information about worlds. Uh, so we have names for them. Well, and the other universes have names for them or numbers for them. Order. Um, while she's rambling, I actually want to know another, like, I don't know if there's another piece of information that we could possibly get from you, but we would like a little bit more information in um, regards to the no, if we could do dark. something smaller in scope to get that information. Even some general knowledge might be helpful for us. Of course. So the chromatic guard. They are the Knights of the Realm. Their task is to defend the kingdom. They each have a region of the kingdom that they call their home region. And there is the, each of them would have a, a home base in the capital city as well. Are they sectioned off by color since they're chromatic art? Ah, Very yes. good. They are, in fact, uh, sectioned off by color. So, uh, specifically, there are seven different companies of guards. Oh, so one for each color of the rainbow? Yes. Is there a General Roy G. Biv? Hmm, that is a very interesting way to think about it. Is that uh, not how you remember the colors of the rainbow here, Roy G. Biv? I've just never heard that uh, that name before. Who? I, I imagine this Roy Roy G. Biv is uh, studied the rainbow and his past is now. Yes, he, he passed others? it on to a great scholar of, of color, uh, Master Bob Ross. Well, of oh, course, oh. Uh, Jim Jim Henson is also the master of green. So because it's not easy being green. Is there wine? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I think we should close the cleric. <laughs> <laughs> if you look in the refreshments, uh, yes, you will, you can find a <gasps> Tom Prince, it's the master of purple. Mm -hmm. She tops <laughs> it off, sets, so, sets down the goblet, and okay, just wait, takes wait, 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 the bottle. So, <laughs> so we have, so we have, we have Jim Henson, the master of green, uh, master of green purple, because Prince Vane, uh, Roy Biv, of course, uh, but then they also sing of the rainbow connection. So we have Miss Scarlet, Miss Peacock, <gasps> Professor Peacock. Plum, Mr. Green, Colonel Mustard. Mustard yeah. Mrs. Why not just throw there? Pink and the singer. She's also a musical genius. Oh yeah, oh, Pink. Pink is also the yes. Although, with, but Pink is a, Pink is a light red, and it's not part Roy of Viv. Not part There's of. There's also the great Alan knows of the great BB King, Master of Blues. 
Um, I was actually thinking of Eiffel 65. And <gasps> I'm pretty, uh, anyway, I'm pretty sure we're boring our our um, our host here. Uh, he's he's, he's totally he's totally listening. Look, he's listening. He's he is listening. very furiously writing down everything we're saying. On the flip side, though, we do have the annoying orange. Oh, oh yeah, annoying Why? orange. Why? Why did we have to have the annoying orange in our universe? Why couldn't we have Lurf, please? Please. Because he was too greedy. <sighs> yes. Yes. Mary is finishing <laughs> off the bottle. For the, for the, for the listeners, Mary, the forest is drinking of the from the information that is pertinent to the game. Okay, so uh, we have Miss Scarlet, <laughs> but is Miss Scarlet really the leader of the red? Like, or is that Miss Stalin? Stalin? Well, what about the Queen of Hearts, though? The, the Queen of Hearts is on the other side of the storm. We haven't even. I Are we getting off topic? You've certainly gone down. Getting? Off... What do you mean by getting off topic? We left off topic back, but uh, a couple exits ago. Well, then let's make oh, a U-turn you turn and you know, get back on it. Our botany knowledge of the Joshua Tree. Oh well, uh, it's the Joshua well, in Tree. In regards to some history, yeah, uh, we have. You know, we, we could always uh, do a uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday. If we want to discuss some um, history, I agree but anyway, with Mary. I believe we or should bring zombie. it back around to have some more pertinent information, uh, so that maybe we can understand what's happening um, about the chromatic guard, um, the people of the very the rainbow connection. There, the rainbow connection, Alan. Turn around. <laughs> Someday we'll every find now and it. then get a little bit why are there so many songs about rainbows? So anyway, the chromatic guard. Yeah, um, the chromatic guard. Yeah, we were just uh, so yo. Know, there's seven different uh, colors of fire. The chromatic guard. Um, and so, do each of them have like a particular type of ability? I guess would be a question. So the chromatic guard, as they're broken into seven different companies, uh, are made up of a wide variety of citizens and of the realm. To my knowledge, no, a, each each uh, company does not necessarily have just one set of uh, abilities, though they do have things they are known for. Uh, for example, the Yellow Sun, the company that you uh, seem to have uh, run afoul of, they are known for their uh, expertise in healing. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, um, so you said the yellow sun. Do the um, all right other what types are the the uh, what are the what are the other names for the yellow guard? So we uh, have the yellow sun. What about red, uh, orange, green. yellow, red, orange, green, blue, uh, indigo, and violet? So he reaches out his left hand and a book flies off one of the shelves into his hand and he magic and oh, he trick. lays it on the table and you can uh, briefly glimpse uh the the bullet does not have a title it does have a, a picture of the kingdom and several knights on it so you could assume this book is about the chromatic guard itself and he opens it up and says ah yes knights of the realm a enforced laws protect citizens is split into seven different companies. There are the elite companies known as the blue the green rips, leaves, the red fist, and the yellow sun. Oh, I'm then, sorry. Um, yeah. Then there are the regular companies known as the orange chimeras, the indigo arrows, and the violet peonies. Okay, and 
Um, as you mentioned, the yellow sun has seemed to have a specialty in regards to healing. What are some of the other abilities? Uh, like, um, perhaps what does the is the red fist known for? The red fist is known for its they are combat usually expertise. found in the vanguard whenever there is a major, uh, I suppose, battle that needs attending to. Okay. So what you're and... saying is they have a very specific set of skills. Yes. And they will find them. I mean, if Liam Neeson is one of the red fists, then... Oh, my God. Does... And what about the orange chimeras? Uh, the orange chimeras. Let's see. Uh, there's not that much information about them. They are a relatively new company. I assume that is why they are uh, considered one of the regular companies. Uh, it seems, though, that they do specialize in uh, traveling. They... They seem to be able to get supplies and uh, troops to where they need to go. Okay. And what about the green leaves? The green leaves, they are often referred to as uh, druids. They, uh, and the rangers uh, tend to the land itself. They heal sickness of the earth. And the blue hippogriffs? Great negotiators. They are among the most diplomatic members of the diplomatic guard. And the uh, and then uh, indigo arrows and then the violet peonies, please. Uh, the indigo arrows themselves are scholars, uh, not necessarily that different from myself. They seek out information. And then the violet peonies. The violet peonies. And he flips through the book to come to them. Ah, yes. So the violet peonies, they are the they have the special uh, uh, distinction of being the information gatherers. Not quite the same as scholars, but more like um, I guess inquisitors is the appropriate ropes. phrase. Uh, sort of. Like a master of spiders? A, a web a web uh a web of people to get information? Yes, that is a wonderful way of putting it. Are you saying that nobody should ever expect the violet peonies? Much like the Spanish Inquisition? No, I mean, if the Spanish that... Inquisition is known for showing up unexpectedly, then yes. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yeah, well, that's actually right on track with the Spanish Speaking Inquisition. Speaking of which, do you know of the knights that go... Mm -hmm. Oh my god. No, I've, I've not heard of these knights, and it, I suppose now would be a fantastic time to bring up. Uh, please, I shared this information uh, about the chromatic card. Who are these knights, Husseini? Uh, do you guys have to go get a shrubbery first? Mm. Well, the knights Husseini, also known as the Knights of Me, are a band of knights encountered by King Arthur and his followers in the story of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. The knights appear silhouetted in the mist. There are at least six. The leader of the knights, uh, known by the name of Michael Palin, is the only one that speaks in the party. He uh, doubles in the King of Arthur's uh, height and wears a great helm decorated with long antlers. The other knights are large, but of human size with cow horns. The knight explains that they are the keepers of the word me. Peng, me, one. And Arthur confides to his friend, Sir Bevedere, or Bedever, pardon me, uh, those who hear them seldom. Live to tell the tale. That's because getting a shrubbery is so hard. This was from the great tomes of the Wikipedia. 
the Wikipedia. Fantastic. That sounds like a uh, wonderful wealth of knowledge that I should like to uh, visit and learn from someday. Yes. So, uh, wonderful. Amazing. Now, do do we have an agreement? Oh, about the stone table. Um, so, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit more about the information that you want us to find or the book or? So uh, I could not tell you exactly about the information I want you to find because I don't have it. However, I don't know what it is. Uh, what, what I, I do wish have to learn is the knowledge that somewhere deep inside the slickerized marsh, and he points to the area on the same continent that you are on that is uh, slightly the... north shifting hills, uh, there is supposedly a temple that has information on traveling now. Between I have never been able to find this. Yes. Uh, if you could go to locate this temple, find the information, and bring it back to me, I could decipher whatever is in that tome. And perhaps the five of us of could learn traveling between the worlds. And of course, I would gladly and freely share this information with you if you were to bring to me a source. So um, looking at the map, would we have to travel um, through the hills, of course, but could we stay along the river to get us there? Or would we? can we travel as we did today where we... Um, left our previous location and got here through the hills suppose, through the shifting uh, hills either one of those would be uh, an acceptable way of travel uh, you uh, see we are somewhere uh, here he points at an area on the mountain and Moortown. he says uh, now of course uh, exactly that changes right we all know the shifting hills change i can just only give you a vague amount of information as to that but if you know how to travel through the shifting hills, choose the destination of Moortown, which is on the edge of the Slick Rise Marsh. And the and shifting from hills, there, you should be able to uh, traverse into the Slick Rise Marsh, which uh, has a more standard and more stable uh, way of travel than Speaking of Moortown, do you have anybody that we could possibly use as a point of contact before we go off into the Slick Rise Marsh? I suppose that the mayor of the town would know uh, at least of my family name. We are the lords of the uh, Shifting Hills, uh, but as far as contacts, no, there's no one in Moortown that I call friend. Since you do have a wonderful parchment here available, would it be possible if you could give us a uh, rite of passage or documentation stating that we are under consignment from you to show our papers or, or you know, Ah, yes. I could give you a letter of standing. However, I do have to let you know uh, as that you leave the shifting hills that even though my family's name carries kingdom, weight, the weight diminishes the further you are from the lands themselves. Also, I, I've noticed that the, the size of your uh, vast estate, I'm assuming that this is just not a repository of books, but I've also noticed there are paddocks for animals. I'm assuming you're a keeper. If my two friends here could possibly go through if you have a sort of uh, library of, of clothing to use for our travels by chance. If you are uh, asking uh, about things to wear, I would not exactly a call library. Uh, I believe wardrobe is the appropriate word. Uh, I didn't know if how, how you might have possibly worded it. A repository well, of clothing. typically contain books and scrolls uh, for knowledge, whereas a tailor would be wardrobe so i suppose there would be clothing fine um, yes we could i could have the tailor make something for you now uh i would ask you to at least pay the tailor for the services gladly how would you all be requiring new garments hmm. maybe one change of clothes would be nice 
do you think he could alter this to not make it look so chromatic guardy but still have its effects the lord uh Tobias looks at you it's effects you say and he leans back and he puts his hand on his chin and strokes uh, his chin as he looks at you and through you she kind of goes like this like pulling the robes a little bit closer to her body ah i see i see those robes have to magic fascinating ah uh, i regret to inform you that no work can be done to them uh, to alter without destroying the magic itself shame well i guess i'll just have to deal with Could this you possibly cover them to make them less conspicuous Were you asking Mary or me? Mary. No capes. <laughs> I mean, it's worth a try. <laughs> I mean... wish to throw a cloak over that, I, of course. Cloak, a tunic, uh, a three-neck. Who knows? It's not a three-neck, it's a pie -neck. I think just a simple cloak would be just fine. Of course. Actually, never mind. I have wings. Cloak would be a bad idea. I'll yeah, just stick with the ropes. Use them yet. I would ask if the tailor happens to have some leather that could make this bracer nicer, nicer, but that's all I require. You you could ask him that. I must admit that while uh, he is in my employ, I do not have uh, immediate knowledge of his supplies. William and the butler is there. Not as the magic appears there, just is there uh, as if he had been there the entire time and has just blended so perfectly into the background. Dude's oh, got a passive stealth of 40, doesn't he? <laughs> yes, my lord. He's very, very sneaky. Please, uh, my friends require to see Taylor, uh, and I do believe the dragon born here would like to see the armorer. Uh, in the meantime, while you are uh, being fitted, I shall get your letters of standing prepared. Um, would you Very mind? Good, Did you say armor? I just Did need some other strapping, but I'll go. Well, no, I'll, I'll absolutely go to the armor. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, I am. Would you mind if we, you know, per, like, is there a restriction against us from perusing the different books uh, here? No restrictions. Uh, rules. The books are not allowed to leave the library. Uh, and uh, obviously, keep must... them in good condition. No damaging, no tearing. Uh, please, if you choose to avail yourself of any of the refreshments, they must stay uh, over here, away from the books, and so they stay in pristine condition. But beyond that, learn. This is the library. Uh, uh, it's mostly is it, in uh, what language? There is a lot of it that is in common. However, if you are looking this... for specific information about other cultures, uh, there's a very good chance that you will find them in their original languages. Okay. And oh. Is there some catalog in regards to like what's this be about different things um, a catalog do you, do you have a dewey yes, decimal I, I do have i do have something like that i've been working on he turns and looks uh directs your attention to a uh, a cabinet that has uh many 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 drawers they are all very small though uh, the drawers are maybe uh, two, the size of an index uh, card? Yeah, maybe a three by five. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have. Uh, -huh. uh, you don't happen to know anybody named Dewey, do you? Uh, no, no one. Mm. Nor his brothers Huey or Louis. Now, 
I do have a cousin named Louis, and I do believe my aunt and uncle did call him Louis when he was younger. Okay. Uh, well, uh, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not taking any. Of the, I'm not taking any of the books out. I'm going to enjoy looking at the racks and. Uh, uh, orcs don't have a written language here, do they? Yes, they they have now. Uh, written is obviously a loose term. Uh, there's symbols, uh, and uh, not letters as as you and I would call them letters. Uh, oh well, then are they symbols that make sounds? Yes. Um, yes. There, there's a specific set that do make sounds uh well they obviously, don't make the uh, sounds themselves uh however it is a very hmm, i guess pictographic language if, if that, makes that makes sense, sense. that makes sense. symbolism symbolism yes uh, do you speak orcish i do oh, fantastic and um, whoever does not understand orcish he just starts grumbling and growling and grunting uh, but to Jessica, he says, it's wonderful to find uh, a fellow linguist. And for the record, it sounds nowhere near that eloquent because it is orcish. But uh, he does convey uh, sounds more along the lines of uh, good, good meat you speak also. <laughs> well, uh, it's a lot of grunting and growling. And, uh, she'll everybody grunt else. and growl back um, the, with, uh, with the um, an orc uh of oh yes uh very good to find someone else to battle with or battle yeah battle with but it's more but in this sense we're using battle in more uh, of a cool. courageous way of and she's just like going off syntax. Of orcish in orcish uh. he, he adds right along uh, difficult to speak uh conveyed certain thoughts yes. but i understand so do we have free reign of all your different wings as far as any knowledge available to us? Is this a free source of knowledge or, or just the library and the books since I am heading... Since the West I Wing is forbidden! Armory and stuff. This is my home. You're welcome to use the library and if you need to uh, go to other places, for example, the tailor for the clothing, the armor for the leather strap fixed, uh, you're obviously. welcome to do that. But as far as exploring and going wherever, mm. I... Unfortunately, I need to deny that request. I, I just wanted to be where I didn't want to step out of bounds. I think I'm just going to hang out here and goes to find like medical books to be like, well, as long as I'm here, might as well study the medicine around so, here. So here's what I'll do. Um, anyone who wants to read, you can pick one subject and let me know what that subject is. Um, uh, make a notation of it and I will give you an uh, advantage on a role that you can let me know when you're going to use it uh, pertaining to that specific subject type. So I'm assuming for Mary, it would be on a medicine Medicine. Check. Okay. Uh, so I, I could either do arcana or history for my studying, but I'm going to, so like Mary just said that, that she's going to, study medicine so it doesn't make any sense right. for me to study um, medicine Alan, so, are you gonna read too or are you tailor. going to the well i plan to go to the tailor at some point too um you know maybe they can get the measurements and i'll come back and um do a little reading um but i'm actually um, very interested i am in, um so oh, i guess that would be uh, an, an air um, arcana what do you guess sure. 
So I guess I would study up on some arcana. Okay, and so I'll read up on some history this of place. Sounds good. I'm going to go look at the sharp and pointy things. Sharp and pointy things. People oh, openers. Uh, so Non-consensual poking with this pointy end. This sounds like a good spot to call it for the night. Agreed. All right, all right, that's enough. Visiting hours are over. Time to lock up the naughty dice. Our theme song is Pickin' Our Dreams by Hector Cerquiera. We found him on snapmuse.com. Go and find more of his music and support him. We'd like to thank TikTok user Anne the Gnome for letting us use her homebrew rule, Deal with the Devil. She's an amazing DM. You need to find and support her work right now. Come back in two weeks for our next episode. In the meantime, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at All Dice Go to Jail. That's All Dice Go to Jail, one word, all lowercase. We'll be sharing mugshots of the dice in jail, artwork, bad jokes, maybe even asking you fine folks for ideas and content we can put in the show. Who knows? Not me. I just tell the story. Thanks for listening, and remember, on a long enough timeline, all dice go to jail.